There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spurser. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are now listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast coming at you from well, WrestleMania Tuesday. My name is Romaran. With me here tonight is Emil A.S.H., my trusty companion over the last weekend. Emil, how are you? And, you know, tell the people what your voice is like now. Yeah, my voice is like this as of this moment. So it's kind of different than usual because we had that two-day watch party over at Skinny Mike's. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Yeah, which was a successful one. So thank you to everyone who joined us, everyone who participated and uh, also uh, chanted along uh, <laughs> over that last two yeah, days. That's uh, when my voice is like this. It was your first ever watch party, not just with us, but ever. But so Yes, like... It was the first time that I watched wrestling along with you know with some other people. Yeah, right? uh, so it was so much fun. Yeah, my video style on our social media. We've been talking about it online, but tell the people you know, give them a quick summary of your watch party experience, especially now that it was our first watch party back live in person. Yeah, so it was so much fun because hindi ko inakala na. So passionate pala ng mga fans towards wrestling. Like, I thought the watch party, oh, we're gonna get some claps, we're gonna get some pops. But all throughout the show, people were were so energetic. Like, you know, they they chanted all day long. And but ako, at some point, sampasama din ako because I got dragged to how energetic the crowd was. Especially because it was my first one. It was my first watch party. And I also... Got to meet a lot of our uh, listeners, a lot of our patrons, a lot of uh, friends of of the podcast as well for the first time. So it was good seeing them. And there was this one moment, this like so heartwarming moment for me. After day one, there was I think twins sila. Yung isa sa mga nanalo ng raffles, they came up to me and they said uh, they liked me being added to the show and the, the, their fans of the show which first time ko lang yun kasi wow. I'm, I'm new to this I'm very new to the podcasting scene it's so heartwarming to see na at least I'm doing this right so napaka overwhelming nun. and then again I just love the energy from the people there and 
hindi ko makalimutan yung uh, first ever watch party experience ko. And yun na nga, the best thing about it is, I mean the watch party, but like as a part of the podcast. So, ano yun, like sobrang great talaga yung feeling. Yeah, uh ka kasi WrestleMania was your first watch party. Um yeah. for the big four, well actually just the Royal Rumble and uh WrestleMania, the crowds are really hyped because it's I mean magic. Um even SummerSlam doesn't get that much hype. Uh we did it before, but uh, it wasn't as hype, but Chempre, that was during the Vince era, which we'll talk about more on Thursday. But it isn't always that great, but when it's great or when everyone is so into it and when everything is hitting, uh it's actually really great. It also helps that this is literally one of the best periods of WWE has ever had since, like, what? Uh, Ruthless Aggression, Attitude Era. Uh, there's so much momentum coming to that WrestleMania. Na mataas expectations natin with that mania, and they still delivered. I also want to add before we move on, no? Grabe yung mga energy ng no, mga fans, especially no main event. Like, they sang the whole entrance theme of Cody Rhodes. Like, how can you... <laughs> Okay, they have that energy. What a crowd, the energy. I loved it. So thank you again to everyone who joined the watch party uh, over the last two days. Yeah, babalik na yan. But seriously though, we already have an inquiry from the management of Skinny Mike's na kailan daw ang susunod nating event. People have asked for money in the bank, but money in the bank is going to start at like 4 a.m. Manila time because it's being held in the UK. So we'll have to think about our next move, but rest assured there will be a next move. Life has kind of come back to normal anyway. So you can bet that we'll be doing a lot more of this. Uh, we'll just have to figure out. We'll just have to gauge what events that you will like. I said, obviously not every event is going to be hitting like this. So stay tuned. Uh, follow us if you're listening to this and you're not following us yet on social media. Please do. It's uh, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, and at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok. Right, your voice is shot, so I'll do this. You mentioned our Patreons. You can still join our Patreon program. I know Namahirap na because we're doing watch parties again uh, in person, but there are still perks to this. There are still perks to being a patron. If you sign up for only $5 over on patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast, you get access to our Discord community where we still do watch parties because there will still be events that are better done over the internet. Either that or we will have smaller intimate watch parties for events that are not so hyped. If you are a patron, you will get some free access to it. First come, first serve. We'll talk about those more, but we are putting those in the pipeline. There are also events that we are doing, like live recordings that you can get free access to. Uh, we'll be doing a live recording for our ninth anniversary later this month. That's April 23. That is Sunday. Yeah, it's a Sunday. I'm sure wala kayong, um events or anything going on that much stay tuned for our ticket information so you can be a part of that momentous ninth anniversary recording and the discord is where we do our uh, wrestling talk and other talk we literally just got a resubscription from one of our patrons just because he wanted to talk about wrestlemania with us and his fellow patrons so that's pretty cool maraming ganap if you have a lot of feelings this is the best place to chat with us about them Shempre, you get um, well, not the exclusive access, but there are uh, stuff that you can get beforehand. When we do exclusive interviews, we will release them on Patreon before you get them on podcast form. We did that before. And if we do it again, you will get that again. 
And siempre, we just did a pasabay for WrestleMania weekend. We just did that last Saturday. And uh, if you join the Patreon program, you get access to our next pasabay. Maybe by uh, Black Friday season again. That's, I guess, half a year from now. But it is still something to think about. And siempre, if there are other sales in the pipeline on the horizon, you can be a part of that too. Again, all of these things are... Only for $5. That's around $575 something. Uh, $500 something, yeah. Nowadays, uh, inflation is a thing. Exchange rate is a thing. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Just support us, you know. If you like what we do, if you like what we did over the weekend, as Emil said, if you like what we do on the show, if you are entertained enough by our talk, our discourse, our discussions, please do consider supporting us. Because while we are happy to give it to you for free, we would like to be rewarded as well. <laughs> you know, we want to do yes. what we do. All right. So again, yeah, the plugs are out of the way and I'm not taking the plug. Thank you again, by the way, to snack.ph, our partners, Disney Plus, Philippines, hashtag Disney Plus PH, and Chempre, our friends from Skinny Mike Sports Bar in BGC. You were such a great bunch, guys, for the most part. Walang rowdy, walang away. So yes, um, yes. <laughs> the management really would like to have us back. Yeah, so again, uh, this episode, if you are new to this, is the picks of the week. We were supposed to release it today. This is a Tuesday, but Shemper, we were recovering from WrestleMania weekend last Monday. So we just did it now. It's just myself and Emil. And this is our picks. Uh, this time we'll be picking from March 27 to April 3. That's a Monday. That's because uh, WrestleMania Sunday is Monday our time. So we have a bunch of picks. We have some picks from the rest of our co-hosts, which we'll talk about as well. And Shemper, we have our picks um, between myself and Emil. So let's start with Chino's pick. Let's start with the non-WrestleMania picks because there's a lot to pick from WrestleMania. He picks Kota Ibushi versus Mike Bailey, which I believe is the main event. I'm not sure. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I know it did not seem to be the main event. Oh. It was one of the matches... Mike Bailey versus Kota Ibushi. So if you're new to Bloodsport, the Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, it's pretty much a shoot style, uh, not much a promotion, but a show. It's still pro wrestling for sure. It's pro wrestling as you know it, but there are no ropes like the Bloodsport movie uh, featuring John Claude Van Damme. There's a heavier emphasis on martial arts and straight up shoot style fighting. There are other guys can say who are competing, like John Moxley. He's not a martial artist, but he kind of works stiff, right? So here, Mike Bailey and Kota Ibushi put up a martial arts style match because they work a martial arts style. They are strike heavy. Kota Ibushi is a kickboxer. Mike Bailey, I believe, practices either karate or taekwondo. So they pretty much did a match where it was mostly strikes palm strikes and roundhouse kicks to the body, to the legs. There was a little shoot wrestling in there as well. And if you've seen either man's work, you would know that um, both guys have a similar style and uh, they mesh well together. This is one of Kota's first matches back since leaving NJPW last year. Tuna says that, and yeah, like I said, it's a perfect matchup because of how similar their styles are. For Chino, the style is still allow, uh, you know, it's still able to allow non-shooters like Ibushi and Bailey, although that's not quite correct because uh, they do have martial arts experience, but they don't do like catch wrestling, I believe is what he, what he means here. 
the style is uh, flexible enough for them to still shine. Ibushi still pretty much finishes with a Kamigoya, which is not a shoot-based maneuver. <laughs> and he yes. wins via knockout. Um, there are no pinfalls, I believe. It's either you win by a submission or knockout. So that's the, that is the Bloodsport part of Bloodsport. So, uh, Emil, what did you think of this if you caught the show, if you caught the match? Yeah, I caught uh, some clips of it online, and I often forgot that Mike Bailey's style is uh martial arts because muscular ako siya as a high flyer because of seeing his clips on Impact. But this is one of those times where nagshine yung uh, martial arts uh, expertise niya, and also Ibushi, we we all know how good he is uh, at kickboxing. So. This was great. GCW had so many events over the last couple of days. And uh, this is one of those that really went viral in Pinagusapan uh, online. Because again, this is uh, Ibushi's uh, first match after uh, leaving uh, New Japan. So I think this is a good match. If you're not familiar with the blood sport and this is uh, your first time watching it, this is a good match to actually get into it because both of them are huge names then in the indie wrestling circuit and very new concept to some people and they delivered so they delivered right. on this match yeah uh i've yet to catch up on blood sport because i'm gonna use the holy week break to catch up on all the wrestlemania weekend yeah. wrestling i miss. same row same row like yeah. i that holy week i'm gonna use that to watch all that the wrestling that happened last weekend <laughs> Uh, big tip for <laughs> for indie wrestling promoters who are you know taking advantage of WrestleMania weekend. I do not think people can legitimately catch up with all of the stuff. Um, this is mostly because uh, WWE is running two nights of WrestleMania now, and they can't even put on NXT properly anymore. Oh, that they put the play. I say before the pandemic. They were still pushing through with their gargantuan seven-hour WrestleMania. So that's all in one day. So you have enough space to run another show on Friday and Saturday. And then everyone just took advantage and put up the shows willy-nilly that weekend to the point that nobody can keep up on everything, especially if you're a completionist. So it's not maximize the potential for profit. So. With the NJPW, they decided to run a show the weekend after, which is Sakura Genesis on Saturday. I think it's still in Japan, right? So they don't take up the attention that uh, the WrestleMania weekend shows do. So the independents are going to have to rethink this strategy and make sure that they can get the most profit they could. Anyway, uh, so let's move on to my pick. Uh, I have two picks. This is my second pick. From Supercard of Honor last Friday, Kasuyori Shibata versus Wheeler Yuta for the Pure Championship. This is really great because the Pure Championship rules are 15 minutes per match, uh, no more, no less. If you reach the 15-minute time limit, I believe you go to a draw. So that's pretty cool. It keeps the match short. It doesn't make you tired to do anything. So this is really good. Uh, again, I miss Chibata. I think every time he wrestles now is a special thing. It's a special feature because yeah, he's literally missing a part of his brain. He's not the same guy anymore. But he is still the same wrestler. Uh, he's just not going to do you wild, stiff exchanges and stiff strikes. He's not going to headbutt the shit out of you like he did before, before he got that subdural hematoma. Even though he doesn't do that, he's still pretty good. And this match was pretty good. It was classic Shibata. He was, it was classic The Wrestler. And uh, Wheeler Yuta kept up with him. Uh, interesting note that Shibata won the Pure Championship. 
So that means we're going to get him more in ROH. Uh, he is based in the in the US now. So he's running the LA Dojo. So it's easier for him to get bookings for ROH shows wherever they may be. So that's pretty cool. Shepard had helped that the show was in LA as well. I want to see more of this. I want to see the toned down Shibata. I think that more people will appreciate him now that he's not allowed to go crazy. That was the complaints of some people. Um, pretty much victim blaming him from, for injuring himself. Because <laughs> While Chum aggressing that so I'm just happy that we get to see Shibata wrestle again and we get more of him and people will get introduced to a safer Shibata. So did you catch this match? What did you think? Um again, just a glimpse of the match. And uh, you know not just the fact that we get Shibata in 2023 after what happened six years ago. Yeah, exactly six years ago, because his injury happened April day of 2017. So just the fact that we get him. He's actually like wrestling matches. So it's a miracle. And I don't care if it's toned down Shibata. It was like uh, 70% of what we used to get from Shibata. 70% Shibata is still Katsuyori Shibata. He's still one of the best um, pure wrestlers in the world. So having him to win the pure title, uh, it fits, you know. And uh, we also uh, need to give credit to Willer Utah because he was, I think, a good champion then for Ring of Honor. But um, he really carried the title post in the AEW ROH era. So props to them for this really good match. And by winning the Pure Championship, this means we probably would get Shibata more in the U.S. possibly. Because sometimes ROH talent also appears on AEW. So why not? You know, maybe we'll get more Shibata down the road. So if we're not going to get Shibata in New Japan because he wrestled everywhere already, we still haven't gotten Shibata back in the New Japan ring in Japan. So if this is the way that we see Shibata, then I'm good with it. All right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I'm really having fun with him. So again, let's go to your next pick. Let's go with WrestleMania already. We'll start uh, picking yep. all the stuff from WrestleMania. And the first thing we'll pick from WrestleMania is your first pick. Yes, so uh, my first pick is from night one. Actually, both of my picks were from night one, though. So my first one is the Seth uh, Rollins versus Logan Paul match. So we saw another great Logan Paul match. Like at this point, we are pretty much expecting a great match from him every time, considering his last few matches were great and he held up his own against his opponents. And this one right here was no different. And he was also up against one of the best that WWE has to offer, which is Seth Rollins, you know, and you may hate him as a person. Hate that is an understatement because Logan Paul isn't the best person out there, <laughs> but there's no denying that Logan Paul belongs in the wrestling ring. He just gets it. And I don't really see him anymore as a celebrity who does wrestling, but rather someone who's a wrestler that happens to be a big time celebrity. You know, there's a difference between those two, right? And having KSI, I knew I called it when Logan Paul made his entrance and he had that uh, mascot of the prime bottle. I knew that was KSI. Yeah, at that point, I knew it was him. So I think it was Rollins took off Young Front and it was revealed to be KSI. I was so happy. And props to him as well for taking that dive from Logan Paul from the ring onto the announcer's table. So... I mean, it was a safe bump. Naman kasi padded naman yung uh, salt ni KSI. And it was, it was a safe bump for both of them. And even with the loss, I don't think Logan looked weak. And it adds a win to Seth Rollins' WrestleMania record. So 
which he really needs a W after losing his last two mini matches. So uh, overall, it was a great showcase from both of them. And both men came out really looking good after that one. Yeah, uh, I feel sad that I don't know who KSI is. And the, I don't, <laughs> yeah, she's the one Along that thing, rival she Logan Paul sa boxing, and then they became like business partners and you know friends. So I think most of uh, people who is following Logan Paul, know, yeah, I don't probably knows who KSI is. I don't follow the Pauliverse, <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't make me old. It just doesn't make me interested in the Pauls. So you know, so okay, um, this was a pretty fun match. You're right in that Logan Paul is a good wrestler, but he's a good athlete. But I still don't think that he gets it, gets it. He gets what he has to do, but I still don't think that he truly understands wrestling the way a veteran like Seth Rollins or even someone like Austin Theory would get it. Right? So, All right, uh, that's fair. That's fair. Um <laughs> ang, ang is he's a good heel, which is cool. Um, That's not bad. It's like us wrestlers who would just be... Who started the scene from the ground up? That we were just copying things that we saw. Sometimes we got it, sometimes we didn't get it. But for the most part, because we were new, we didn't really get it. It was only until some more experienced people came in and taught us a little more that we started to get it, get it. But for the most part, somebody like Logan Paul is just, he's really just following a script. And maybe he understands a little bit of the nuances. Maybe he's an actor. Maybe he gets enough of the little things. But it's still a stretch for me to say that he really gets it. He's just a really good athlete. And maybe he listened during wrestling training. That's about it. Until he works like uh, a regular schedule and, you know, wrestles once every week then i wouldn't put him on that same pedestal he's just a really really good in shape celebrity but this was booked pretty well he was there for everything the matches were great the moment with ksi was pretty fun Siempre, uh nothing needs to be said about how he hung in there with seth so everything about this if you're a logan paul fan if you're a seth rollins fan was was top notch so maybe this should have been on night two i think it should have been on night two just to uh you know save us from the disappointment from a lot of the stuff that happened on night two so i think there could have been a little more reshuffling that happened among the card because of how good this was all right before we move on to your next pick emil let's take a quick break and you know rest your voice and listen from our fellow podcast from Podcast Network Asia. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Okay, we're back. Picks of the week. Uh, WrestleMania weekend from the week previous. Let's continue with night one. We're still picking from night one. Emil, what is your next pick for Picks of the Week? All right, so my next pick is Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte with a SmackDown Women's Championship again. This is from night one. And honestly, I had no expectations coming into this match whatsoever. And they really blew me away. And honestly, at the beginning of the match, I really thought that this would be a cool-off match because right before this was, I think, the Ray versus Dobb match. So the crowd was pretty hot from that match. So I thought, parang ano to, like, uh, it's going to be no disrespect to Charlotte or, or Rhea, but parang this would be a cool-off match before the main event. So I thought 10 to 15 minutes, boom, then they're done. But I somehow underestimated the in-ring ability of both Charlotte and Rhea to deliver despite a weak build-up to the match. By the middle part of the match, uh, the crowd at Skinny Mike's were already on their feet. They were popping at every move and every kick out. And it got to a point where I feel like I was watching a New Japan match. you know. And for me, this was my match of the night. I mean, it's tied with the tag team titles. But in-ring-wise, I think this was the better match because they really focused on the moves and, and the counters and everything. And this match was so good. That you could watch it without any context, without knowing the story before the match, and you would still be blown away by it because of the in-ring ability of these two. You know, I, I said earlier, it was like I was watching a main event from a New Japan show because both of them just exchanged everything. And the finish was great. It was a top rope. Riptide, both of them kicked out of their each other's finishers, which really popped the crowd. And again, uh, incredible job by these two. Parang, they had a chip on their shoulder because originally, I, I don't know if this was true, but originally this was the main event. But people were, you know, were up in arms about it because they thought the tag team match deserved the main event. And they did. You know, they did deserve the main event. But they had that chip on their shoulder that they got to deliver. You know, because people were underestimating them before WrestleMania. And I felt like a lot of people also felt the way that I felt. Like, they had no expectations. and But these two blow everyone away. So, kudos to Rhea and Charlotte for this incredible match. I really often forgot that Charlotte is really good. Because I felt like in the last few months, parang she's just you know, going through the motions. But when she's on, Charlotte, again, still one of the best. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned all of that. Because we cannot talk about the quality of this match without going into the subtext. So the chip on their shoulder was not just because they were being underestimated, but because there was a rumor that they were supposed to main event night one because Chempre Rhea won the Royal Rumble. That entitled her to the opportunity of closing the show. And that rumor was kind of proven true. Because Charlotte made a comment in which she said that the Royal Rumble winner does deserve a main event spot. So... That was already in there. You mentioned everything. They were pretty much wrestling to prove that they should have been on last. And um, your Japanese influence comment observation was also not too far off from what other people noticed as well. So this is really good. I agree with everything you said. Charlotte, I also agree that Charlotte can fly under the radar because we don't like her face character. We think she's overpushed. But when she is, you know, when she's on, she's on. She can really deliver. And that's why she is a main eventer right, in the women's division. 
And Rhea, for her part, proved again why she was really great. Rio, for me, was one of the breakout stars in the very first May Young Classic where we first saw her. And she proved again why that was the case, why she was the first NXT UK Women's Champion and all those other achievements. She is that good. I don't think you can still watch a Rhea Ripley match in 2023 and still think that she isn't that that girl. Yep. I've seen a, a lot of people complain about this match than the first part of the match where they were just doing things. Um, you're not authorized to complain about that because it was really good <laughs> the way they built everything up to the end. Um, yeah, it felt like an NJPW main event in which it does start out slow and it ramps up in intensity toward the end. I also agree with you in that ring-wise, um, as much as it's hard to really quantify it, it really was better than the main event. The main event, which we'll talk about in a bit, was carried by something else completely. Right? Yes, and, exactly. Uh, this one was really carried by the merits of how well both women wrestled. And even if you say that they took a script, um, you know, a, a formula rather of how main event matches should be wrestled, the most important thing man, is you execute it well. Right? And execute it well, they did. So a lot of those things uh, went a long way. It it solidified Rhea as the top woman right now. Um, I would even dare say uh, she has overtaken Bianca because uh, everyone was talking about Rhea and not really talking about Bianca. So kudos to Rhea. Really great match. If other things didn't happen, this would have been like the best match of the entire weekend, of the entire WrestleMania weekend. So yeah, anything else you want to add? Um, one final note though, that German suplex spot where Charlotte landed right on her face is one of the most brutal spots <laughs> I've ever seen yeah. ever. Uh, I, I don't know if it was planned or if it no. was. No, 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 no. Oh. I, 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 I can explain that from a wrestler's perspective. Bibo lang yung atemo. She was doing too much. Uh, she was overshooting her her flips, her bumps. Uh, the face bump though was pretty safe. Um, anytime you land uh, in your front and then with your palms down, that's that's safer than landing on the back of your head. So uh, yeah. it looks dangerous because she did a full rotation. But I'm here to shatter the class and say that uh, that is safer than you think. Um, I took a I took a, a back bump from the top rope and that is more dangerous because I could have broken my neck. Yeah, and I don't know, I thought she was trying to land on her feet, but not but uh yeah, man, kudos. That was a brutal spot. So all right, moving on to our next pick. And this one is from Stan, who was calling the entire show from home. That's why he couldn't join us for uh the watch party. It's from night one, the main event. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. In the Unified Tag Team Championship match. Okay, so obviously we know why this was the pick. It gave us the big moment. It gave us the moment that we were clamoring for ever since Sami Zayn lost the World Championship match at, uh, at Elimination Chamber. So I do not want to go into the creative part of this because I wanted to save that discussion for the live stream. Because we there are so many things to talk about when it comes to the booking during the live stream. I'm going to up and done. So let's go into why this was such a good match. It's funny because a lot of old heads in wrestling want you or want the wrestlers rather to focus on the storytelling. So everything from the old heads is story, story, story. Uh, tell the story in the ring, tell the story, make hook the people in. But the way this is wrestled, though, it would also piss off those uh, same old heads. Because I saw this tweet 
that perfectly encapsulated my feelings. It said that everything that people love to complain about the Young Bucks, the Usos are doing now. Diba? So you would mostly <laughs> notice yung super kick party na lang, super kick fest. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is the kind of shit that would piss off so many people. But because it was done with master storytellers in Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, somehow I think it would pass with a lot of people, with a lot of fans. Diba? Ironically, um, this is what the Young Bucks do now. Uh, they do these things. They tell a story <laughs> with the uh, crazy, over-the-top wrestling that they do. It's just that may reputation to the for being over-the-top. Before we talk about the Young Bucks too much here, it does really have to be noted that this is like the epitome of 2010s, uh, 2020s wrestling, except that there is the magic of WWE editing that goes into it. So... That was pretty good. I think they made it work. I just noticed the things that would piss a lot of people off. It's just that they really made it work with how uh, much emotion the master actors in both teams were able to extract from the moment, from the match. So what did you think of this, Emil? I'm glad you brought up the Young Bucks because I have watched enough Scenerico versus Young Bucks matches that when I saw... The spot where both of them were taking turns, super kicking yeah, Sammy. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's super a, young bucks. That's a that's a familiar spot to me because they have done that so many times in PWG in ROH. I've seen that spot so many times. But, so uh, uh, the, a, the question here is: when the young bucks do that spot, does it make sense in that context? To so say, Shepard, when the Usos yeah. did that spot, it was in the context of stay down because we're killing you. You've been kicking out of everything, so we're doing this just to make sure that you stay down. I think it does follow that same logic, only that they yeah. stop to slow down the whole thing so that people can process the story. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that's a fair point. No? So this match was really more on the story. Like, there wasn't really any big spots. There, were, there wasn't really huge in-ring spots that we saw on the match previous. But, I mean, the story enough was enough of a hook for people to be invested in it. And... Like in the Elimination Chamber, like main event, right? Like that was a basic match, but people loved it because of the story behind it. And same with this one. And kudos to Sammy, man. He made this demotion. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm putting demotion on double coats here. Demotion worked because before this, people were saying, including me, nah, going after the tag titles is only a consolation. Price. I know I'm getting to the creative set of things now, but people were saying this before, and then they made it work. They made it work, all of them. And I love the PWG tribute that both of them did with the gear. They had the logo and the Super Dragon tribute there. And this match was basically Sammy and KO. Like uh, this is like the peak of their careers from where they started. You no, know, they started like a couple of teenagers from Canada. Um, not knowing if they're gonna make it, and then they made sure to pay tribute to everything that you know that nila over the years, like PWG, ROH, to where they at now. So again, um, nothing more can be said about this main event aside from it was perfect storybook ending and the way that night one ended. Since we already talked about uh, three matches from night one, the way that the entire night went over, so to master expectations that they were night two. Again, we're going to talk about this on Thursday, but they really set the bar for that night one. And man, kudos to everyone. Uh, Sammy, KO, the Usos. 
they did their jobs tremendously and the fans really loved that main event yeah um on that note i wanted to go back on your comments from the rhea ripley match the rhea charlotte match if it weren't for the main event, this would have been an easy pick of the night of, the, of that weekend, yeah. of that night one. Yeah, the women's championship match was wrestled better, better. Young yeah. story, young outcome, young result, which was everything that people wanted, and how they got to it was also really, really great. That pretty much pushed it, and it's proof that people really do want the story, even <laughs> though you might not like how WWE wrestlers wrestle. It's ironic. I say, you know, we were talking about how heavily indie inspired this match was wrestled. So you can't really say that shit anymore. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. It doesn't add up, if you will. But people do want to be hooked in. And that's going to explain so much of our uh, conversation on Thursday. But yeah, that's why it ended up being better than the women's championship match, even though by our subjective tastes, <laughs> somehow, in some ways, the women's championship match was wrestled better. So I guess I'm talking to wrestlers all around the world, not just here in the Philippines, but all around the world. The money is in the story, really. Shempre, it's also on the booker's part, on the writer's part, to make sure that you get something great to work with. But also, when you do have that something great to work with, it's also on you to make that into the best it could be via the storytelling in the ring. It's only recently that I really got it now. Um, why... Uh, people love stories so much. Like you can build a story in so many different ways. Sometimes you can do it when there's no story before a match. Sometimes you do get a lot of story before the match and the buildup. Then you get to hash that out in the match itself. But storytelling really is king. It's not just the good wrestling as much as I want it to be just the good wrestling. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, okay. uh, we've spent too much. Um, just, yeah, sorry, go no, ahead, just go uh, one last question. No? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I'm getting into uncharted territories here, but would the outcome or the fans' perception uh, be the same? It was, you know, the original plans, which was uh, the women's match main event thing, and this one, so you go up before the main event. Well, what do you uh, think? I think, uh, given the same result, Deba, if you just switch the places. I think there would have still been a positive reaction because people really, really love Rhea more than anyone ever like Charlotte. <laughs> but it would not have been as explosive as when Sammy and Kevin won the championships and finally beat the Usos. So I hate to say it. I really do. I say uh, the women do get the shorter end of the stick, but the moment really called for the tag team championship closing the night. It's just one of those All things right. na nila ng effort. And it's not on the wrestlers anymore. It's just really how the bookers set them up. So hate the system, not the players. So yin talaga. Uh, uh, that's fair. But, that's fair. That's fair. But I don't think it would have been hated. It's just that you wouldn't have maximized that crowd reaction if the places were switched, you know? All right. Uh, yep. Okay, that's fair. No, that's fair. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's get to the last pick. It's not the main event. <laughs> WrestleMania. We'll talk about... Um, I, I was really tempted to pick the main event, though, but I can't have more than two picks. Uh, that would be over. Yeah, but by the by the way you were celebrating after the main event, I thought you were going to pick it. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I had to show the people that I was also... I was an indie wrestling connoisseur. <laughs> Can't just be WWE all the time. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> my last pick of the week is the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. 
obviously I picked this because um this was the match I really wanted to see from night two. Right? That's because I wasn't really expecting for the main event to go down the way it did. But everyone knew that a Gunther match is the safest pick you can make. Right? And it delivered. It it delivered because you got three good guys who are great at what they do. And they have the same style. They are really good at that style. And the chemistry was just off the charts. You got two guys who were who have been fighting and teaming with each other for years, for decades now. Then you have Gunther, who is just really, really good, no matter who you put him in there with. So it was a recipe for success. If you like stiff matches the way I do, this is a real treat for the senses. Every shot, or almost every shot, was visceral. You can hear it from the reactions of the people of the crowd yeah. we were watching with at Skinny Mike's. So if you have someone in your life who hates on wrestling, on pro wrestling because it's quote unquote fake, hindi mo kung totoo yung action, show them a Gunther match and show them this match. It's hard to argue against it. Yes, you know, it's scripted, it's predetermined, but the shots are as real as you can get. And, you know, while still being as safe as possible. So I just like it when the boundaries of realism, if you will, are pushed. And these three guys are the best to ever push it outside of Japan. <laughs> so, you know, never mind. It's uh, yes. <laughs> easy easy to know why I picked this. So what, what did you think of this, Emil? Oh, man, this was the match. Again, one of the matches talaga more than the main event. This is one of the match na I was really looking forward to because... I knew what Gunther and Sheamus were capable of doing after what we saw the Clash of the Castle. And then Drew McIntyre is also a hell of a, of a main event talent. So put them all together in there. And it's cliche to say this now, but we got a banger. And I think we got what we expected, which was really good brawl. And there was no dull action. Because people were comparing the Clash match to this one after this match happened. And... For me, this had no dull moment because it was three people. And if one person is out and the two person who's in the ring can still continue the action. So from beginning to end. And I like the finish where Gunther was nowhere near to be found for that last five minutes of the match. But he picked the ultimate moment to sneak back in and steal the victory, which for someone like Gunter, who's someone who's a very smart heel. It's very on-brand, on-character. And at least, you know, we saw it rather than the whiny character that, uh, shockingly, we saw on the build-up to this match, you know. So, again, um, nothing more can be said about these three men. Um, I just wish Sheamus could have gotten his moment, you know, could have gotten his uh, uh, Grand Slam moment, but I mean, you can't go wrong with Gunther. Uh, yeah, the, he's oh, that, that, that's on the creative side now. We'll talk about that yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's still like he's still the ring general. People at Skinny Mike's, uh, they love Gunther. <laughs> so, again, uh, yeah, a hell of a match. These three deserve some props. I know, I know, this is another thing that we need to talk about on Thursday. But if this is Drew's last match, what a way to go out! So, kudos to all three of them. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned the skinny mics crowd. I think people were generally okay with it because everyone knows how hard-hitting Gunther yeah. is. So whenever he comes out with the win, everyone believes it. Right? 
So yeah, uh, it's believable. Yeah. yeah. So you know, man. Um. Yeah, I should have. I should have made the main event last. <laughs> I mean, the, the <laughs> tag team championship last, but that's on me. That's on me. That's it for our picks of the week for WrestleMania week. If you have some violent reactions on what we picked and didn't pick, leave it in the comments. Talk to us on social media at Twitter. It is at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok as well. On Facebook, it is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. On Instagram, it is Wrestling and Wrestling Podcast. So we'll talk about, we'll process all the WrestleMania feels. And I I swear to you, there are a lot of feels, especially outside of WrestleMania, especially on Raw after Mania. But I'm gonna. Uh, let me tell you, and we'll be there for all of it. I think it's going to be an extra long episode, an extra long stream. Shempre. It's going to be a meaty episode, guys. Yeah, if, if you're uh, if you're staying you. if you're staying home for the Holy Week break, perfect. Because we will be your companions. Nika may mag out of town. Maybe you know, bakasa weekend, bakamay magbisita iglesia or whatever. But we'll be your companions and we'll be there to process all of the feels with you because I'm sure there will be a lot of them. I know you're waiting for us to talk with you about them. So stay tuned. Thank you again to everyone who came to the watch party both days, one day. As long as you went, we are happy that you did. And we hope to see you once again on future events. Uh, again, there will be more. Uh, it's not going to be the last and we'll update you on when those are going to be and if you want to continue the conversation you can hit us up on Twitter mostly that's where we're going to be I'm at Rose War he's at EML underscore Meister at underscore Stan C for Stan at Chino Supersize for Chino at Monday Night Rowan that's N-I-T-E for Rowan A-S-H and at Wrestling 2X Pod as well again if you want to tag the whole podcast in the process thank you again to all our partners Snack PH Disney Plus PH Skinny Mike's BGC and to the wonderful people of Podcast Network Asia who will be working on the Holy Week break <laughs> just to give you your favorite podcast content so we will be giving them a good one when we see them again and we will see them again again on our ninth anniversary live recording at the Podcast Network Asia Studios in Silver City Pasig that's going to be on April 23rd uh, that's a Sunday and we will be holding it on at 7am 7pm uh, sorry 7pm not that early 7pm where we can <laughs> all have fun maybe we could get a sponsor we'll let you know uh, maybe we can drink while we're recording we'll let you know basta we're going to have fun we're going to have a fun time celebrating our anniversary with all of you once again being there live with us so until next time until Thursday we'll be seeing you this is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out peace the views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators hosts and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia the hosts of the program or other programs of the network any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.